Well, this episode was a little bit of a lounge round between myself and Scott West. Uh, this was inspired by a post that Real Sonic Danger made the other day asking people for some super hot, spicy music takes. And that thread was hilarious. It's linked in the show notes. Uh, so Scott and I decided, because uh, we were going to have a chat, that, hey, let's do that, but let's do some spicy horror takes. So this is not meant to be like the selling the drama thing from the other day. The idea here is you use these for banter, you make the boisterous statements so that you can sort of, oh, ho, ho, one-up one another. You know, the horror genre and all that stuff. You know, if you like whatever you like, and I'm happy, whatever you really enjoy, I'm glad that that makes you happy. And, and even the stuff out there that I don't necessarily enjoy, I can appreciate it for its production. So have fun, as always. Um, <clears throat> there's a little bit of some crackling in the audio on this. I don't know if my microphone was getting feedback or what. But man, was this a whole ton of fun, and I can't thank Scott enough for stopping by. So um, this is in two pieces, so you get the first part, it's about an hour, a uh, small advertisement, and then the second part. As always, uh, check us out on Twitter, hang out, be cool with one another. Cheers. <laughs> totally fucked it up. But we'll see. Maybe I didn't. Um. Alright, we're going to wait to see if uh, Scott here joins. Hopefully he does. And hopefully uh, we get this as a full-blown dual-channel broadcast. I'm backlit, so that's pretty terrible. Um, why will this text box not fucking go away? Just go away, dude. It's really annoying. don't want this. There we go. That's better. Okay. Waiting to uh, uh, see if Scott here joins. Black Cat's Poppy has joined. We'll give her a wave. Feedback and Forth Podcast has joined. We'll give them a wave. Man, we're waving all over the place. He sent us a request to be in the live video. It's it. Here we go. Black Cat's Poppies, it's always good to see you. I feel like you have a lot of interesting stories to tell, and at some point we'll get to those uh, stories. Um, in the meantime, we're going to get the feedback and forth podcast going here. Um, I did approve your request, uh, Scott, to join in. So let's see and make sure that that works before we talk. But this sort of whole... Uh, this whole, whole sort of concept on the spicy horror takes was inspired by um, 
the lurking transmission, who today posted a tweet that talked about wanting spicy. <laughs> I kept saying spicy. Wanted takes on getting um, like music, like music takes that were were like controversial, you know. Um, so, oh, King Dinosaur sixty nine. Here we go. We're going live. We're going live with Scott West. Here it is. Hopefully, he sh he uh, joins on in. I hit yes to this a couple of times. Why in the work? It's like, come on, Instagram. I hit live here. We're supposed to be going live with multiple folks to get this happen. But this was inspired by a lurking transmission post where he wanted hot music takes. And originally, I felt like, and not that this was wrong, because the way it was worded, um, the, way, the way it was worded, can I hear you? No, you have not joined. It says it was still waiting for you to join. Um, Scott, I'm going to try this again. You should get an invite on your thing. Uh, it now says that it's waiting for you to respond. So you have to click on that and say, Hello! Michigan Smoking Blondie has also joined. Michigan Smoking Blondie, today what we're going to try and do, we're trying to get our esteemed buddy Scott here from the West Coast. Oh, here it goes. Yeah. All right. Hey, look at that. Look at that beautiful fucking face. Hey. Michigan Smoke and Blondie. Hello. Can you hear me? Uh, you too. Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear, brother. Awesome. I'm uh, I'm dropping shit. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, if I recall, you're about to drop some hot takes. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I I might like to do that. Yeah. I don't know where so, where are you at this point? I'm sorry it, I couldn't get in. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. We're uh we're fumbling through it. Uh, it works good. The audio's good, the video's good. So, what I was saying was that earlier today on Twitter, the lurking transmission, uh and he has a a great podcast. He posted a tweet that was looking for hot music takes. He wanted spicier the better. And initially, I feel like uh, maybe that was misinterpreted where people thought he wanted bands to talk about, which, hey, great, cool, that's fun. Right. But I was like, oh, and then I read it, and I was like, no, he wants, he wants people to start throwing some shit. So <laughs> my first controversial take was Guns N' Roses sucks. Axl Rose sucks. His vocals fucking suck. The only reason why anybody paid any attention to that band was Slash and... The fact that Bud Light, Marlboro Light Girls, who wanted bad boys with bandanas, uh, thought Axel was hot. <laughs> Otherwise, there's no reason why that band got would have been anywhere near as popular as it is. And that 
spawned a whole chain of all sorts of band <laughs> takes. God, it was so it was fucking hilarious. It was a great that was thread. A great yeah, I guess. <laughs> I've mellowed so, on on Guns N' Roses over the years, but I used to feel exactly the same way. <laughs> my friend, so, uh, my my friend Mike, who I co-host our podcast with, um, I went over to his house one day. This was I, Appetite for Destruction, I think, just came out, and I went over to his house, and he had a Guns N' Roses poster up in his room, and I was like, "What is that, man?" Because they had the hair, and, and we were, like, well past the hair metal shit at that point. He's like, no, these guys are really cool. you got to listen to them. And uh, I was skeptical, and he played me the tape. So he bought the cassette. And I had those vocals, man. Like, music, the music came on, and I was like, eh, it's all right. You know, it's cool. And then the, those vocals kicked in, and I was like, I'm out, man. I can't deal with that. <laughs> He sounds like Dan Aykroyd in Dr. Detroit being Dr. Detroit. <laughs> you will be mine, but you're out of line. God, he's fucking terrible. He's fucking awful. What the fucking fuck? So, we decided, or rather Scott decided, Let's get some spicy horror movie takes because, as you may or may not know, not only on Instagram, but on Twitter, <laughs> Michigan Smoke and Blondie says, I love Guns N' Roses still, LMAFAO. <laughs> I mean, you know what, honestly, they have some songs that are pretty decent. I'm, I'm trash <laughs> on them. It was, it was meant to be a spicy thread of spicy hot takes. So Scott said, look, he's got some spicy hot takes in terms of some horror shit. So Scott, I'm giving you the microphone. Let's start it off. Let's get let's All get right, the, let's spice it up. Bring some heat. Okay. Well, I'm gonna start um, broad. I'm not gonna pick on a movie per se, although we can do that as well. Okay. Uh, my my take is just horror in general. Lately, um, and by lately, I don't know. Like I mean, the last few years, I do not understand the seems like growing need of horror fans to find mass mainstream acceptance in horror movies. I do not get it at all um, because I think the mainstream ruins pretty much everything. <laughs> um, I, I like it uh, being a little cough on a little <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I said cough. <coughs> Saw. <coughs> Insidious. <laughs> I mean, I'm not 100%. I'm not saying that they'd never come out with good movies, but I grew up, when I was a kid, I liked heavy metal and I liked horror movies. And... For years, uh, I every time I would see something in the mainstream media about either one of those things, it was always negative. They were always trashing it. And I grew up learning that this is like, this is an outsider art form. And I just feel like it's best left as an outsider art form. I don't understand the need for mainstream acceptance at all. Do you think? Do you think they're trying to 
get to a point of so like comic book movies right like okay return of the swamp swamp thing return of swamp thing campy as hell Mm -hmm. granted i love those flicks Mm -hmm. but it used to be that superhero movies were sort of largely regarded as a joke were mm-hmm. super niche, dorky whatever now that's that's that, those are the only like blockbusters left right. do you think they're trying to get to that same point just so that it can be hey like see i liked horror movies before horror movies were the big thing everyone i'm cool now and it's like, you don't need to be, though, dude. Just like the stuff, and fucking there's a community out there that doesn't give a shit about it. Like, Yeah. I, I think there's always a faction of people that, that are like that. I'm, I don't think everybody's like that so much. Um, although I definitely think that could be a thing. Because I remember that, too. I'm a comic book fan, or I used to be. And uh, when I was younger, I really wanted there to be comic, you know, superhero movies. And the ones that did get made tended to be cheesy, like you said, like the Swamp Thing ones and stuff. Um, And then the whole Marvel thing blew up. And I'll tell you, man, that's what I'm talking about, mainstream acceptance, though, because all I wanted for years and years was superhero movies. And I was maybe three or four Marvel movies into it when I was like, all right, now I'm done. Yeah, can we stop? You know, can we stop making these now? <laughs> yeah, it's just like I don't. They they stop being fun, and I don't know. It like when my mom knows the names of things that I like, that's a sign to me that maybe it's time to move on to something else. Because you know, I don't. I don't know, and they're they're not bad movies or anything and and yeah, they're, they're terrible they're the i'm gonna say they're the worst and the reason why they're the worst is because i feel like they are if you want if you listen to harrison smith's cinema podcast i feel like they're the utmost in cinema they're only done to make massive amounts of money they don't really right. care about plot characterization or any of the rest of that it's a bunch of cg with a bunch of shit that is perfectly well oiled to get mm-hmm. fucking audience that's it they're, they're not right. meant to really be good movies they're only there to draw the widest audience possible and to me that is cinema personified they're there to just be mass market you know there's nothing compelling or really intri- intriguing about those there's no yeah. human interest angle or anything like that i also see that we got smoke red 30 has joined hey man thanks for joining and uh listen to me and scott here deliver some spicy takes <laughs> so all right yeah I mainstream mainstream horror we don't like but let, let's get you know i want to say let's get i feel like that's i feel like that's not i'm gonna say to a certain degree i feel like that's not that spicy it's not okay. that's you've <laughs> got to have some you've got to have some more spice loaded in the chamber all right, are you gonna make me say that The Shining sucks? Because we could go there. <laughs> <laughs> we could definitely go there. I'd like to go there, and and, and this is funny because in my in my Amazon library of movies that I have bought, that's yeah. one of them. And I recently this week was like, you know what? I really like this movie, and I'm just gonna watch this. Like it kind of lulls me to sleep mm-hmm. a little bit. And I'm like, right. boy, why am I watching this movie to go to bed? That either says something about the movie or says something about me. 
Black Cat's Poppy says, I thought this show was going to be about Satan. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. may, maybe. I mean, we could talk about, like, we could talk about, uh, you know, movies that are all about these. I feel like I feel like there's so many movies now that, that they have to go find biblical names of demons or satanic entities to give their movies credibility because mm. otherwise the movies are pretty much vapid crap and don't really have anything good about them other than for people to go, Ooh, they named you like I'm into witchcraft and that's like a real thing. Like, yeah, but <laughs> otherwise this is fucking terrible. Like right. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's some spice notes. Do you go, have go out about the shining? Like I'd love to hear mind? this. This sounds good. Do you, have, do you have a particular movie like that in mind? Well, I'm it, Black Cat's Poppy says I'm agreeing with Cigar ah. Girl. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to say honestly for me, and we and I've talked about this a lot. To me, the last one that did that was Antrim because I actually thought Antrim was a good story for the sake of the story, and mm. I feel like they, I feel like they didn't somehow they didn't have confidence in that movie that they didn't think it was good enough. So they had to add this. It's the most deadly movie ever made. And look, there's satanic symbols in it. And like, and like that, that's the name of a real, that's the, that's the real demon guys. And like, and like yes. we did a research and like such like real witchcraft stuff. Yeah. Who gives a fuck, dude? If the movie's either good or it's not. And the movie was actually good. And you, Putting this stuff in here, I actually think, made it worse. Mm. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie, but I know what you're talking about. I I would tend to agree. There's a degree of uh, reality that I, I guess you might want to inject into something like that, but I could also see just using names for the sake of recognition, which is pretty lame. I mean, I'm going to go off on a tangent and say one of the reasons why and if you're a gamer, I'm about to drop a super spicy hot take. All of the Bethesda Fallout games are fucking shit because the only thing that they did that was at all in the spirit of the original Fallout games was drop names, words, and terms from the original games. You're like, yeah, but you didn't like you didn't get what made the original things good. And so all you did was just take the names out of here and then be like See everyone? Like Nuka Cola? Ha! That's from Fallout. That's the Fallout game, guys. Because you all like Nuka Cola, right? Oh, look, and, and Pip Boy. No, right. you don't get it. If you, it's not. That's not the thing, dude. You. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like callbacks like that. I don't like fan service. I don't like dropping stuff into movies just so people can go. I know that name. Or I remember that, or you know, that's that's not right. a, that's not storytelling. No, no. And if you're gonna do it, it better be done with a little bit of a clever slide under the thing, right? Like, I mean, how, how I, I I'm gonna say how many movies, and it's probably five. But how many of them were you like, oh look, the the main investigator guy's name is Ramy, and then and then right. and then yeah. this. This thing's named Carpenter, and and it and it's called Antonio Bay. Like, fucking, right. I get it. You like horror movies, dude. In the cab and take me to the Romero Building now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I would almost, yeah. I would almost rather have somebody stick a 
sandy ungloved finger up my asshole than fucking <laughs> go through another one of those fan service just wink wink it's like they're winking so much you feel like maybe they're having some sort of fucking conniption fit like <laughs> stop it just fucking stop it right well i feel like there's a lot of things used in place of actual storytelling and horror um and you know that's nothing new necessarily i mean horror has a long history of putting out shit there's tons of shit horror movies all the way back to the beginning, really. But <laughs> it's but yeah, it's particularly bad now. Stuff like that. I uh, I I get real turned off. Makes me not want to watch new movies. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I don't want to watch new horror movies. <laughs> and then I feel, you know, ostracized or whatever. And that's why I don't belong to any groups or communities because I, you know. I just, I just want to watch my horror movies and. <laughs> yeah, I get to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm just gonna go back and watch. I'm just gonna go back and watch Dawn of the Dead for like the millionth time because I don't right. like any of the rest. Of right, right. And I mean, I, mean, I, I've got a, I've got a taste for some mm -hmm. spice. So, why do you hate The Shining so much? Why does The Shining suck? I like. <laughs> Go, go as deep or as shallow as you want on this, but I feel like I didn't okay. give you your chance to right. uh, to really smooth out the pepper here. So here you okay. go. Hand into the microphone again. Well, I was trying to decide if I wanted to go full in and just pretend like it really, you know, like I hate it with a passion and it's like the worst movie ever made. But the, the truth is what really bothers me about The Shining is I just think it's boring. Like you said, you put it on to go to sleep. Um, and I'm not denying like Kubrick's greatness because there's tons of his movies that I love. Um, but the shining, I guess I have a history of talking to people about horror movies and I'll be like, you know, Hey, I, I like horror movies. And, you know, I do too. What do you like? Well, you know, me, I like a bunch of weird shit that probably nobody's ever heard of. Um, not just that. I like plenty of, you know, popular movies as well but i can name tons of movies that i love and then i'm talking to somebody and they'll be like i like the shining and the exorcist and silence of the lambs and that's like the extent of kind of their horror repertoire yeah right <laughs> but the shining is always on there and it really bothers me because i don't understand i i guess if i broke it down into pieces i see why people praise it like okay jack nicholson does a good job you know the acting's fine some of the shots are actually amazing i mean it's kubrick but as a whole like you said i just fall asleep halfway through man it just doesn't hold me it's not compelling to me at all here's and a here's a here, here's a point where i'm gonna i'm gonna inj i'm gonna inject a little bit and say okay. where i get it a little bit and i don't this isn't, uh, I don't want this to come off like, oh, Mr. Smarty Man or whatever, but have you ever, have you ever gotten into a fight with a drunk person that would not just leave you alone? <laughs> oh, sure. So, yeah. so to me, like part of that horror and the terror later on is you have Jack Nicholson's character 
And like you're Shelley Duvall, which talk about right. one of the right. most brilliant casting decisions ever. She's yeah, not like she's not a good looking woman, but there's something about her that makes you want to just give her a hug. Like yeah, she's vulnerability. Right? She just seems so nice. <laughs> Black Cat's Poppy says, Hey, they lived in Boulder. No wonder he's crazy. <laughs> um But you know, she she's She's a relatively gentle woman with a relatively nice, gentle boy. And then they're trapped in this fucking place where there's no way out with this absolute maniac who continues to get further and further unhinged. And again, I've dealt with drunk people before to the point where you you can't rationally talk to them anymore. In the breaking point of her seeing the... Uh, you know, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. But, like, even before that, the pseudo-horror and bitterness of, let's just say you're in a hotel or something like that. Let's just say you're Shelley Duvall. Mm-hmm. E.g., you're a relatively gentle, soft, vulnerable sort of person. You're there with this other dude, and, you know, you have this element of sort of trust in a relationship and then all of a sudden you come in, you're like, hey, I'd like to make you, like, I thought maybe later, later we could have some sandwiches and watch the snowfall. No, no, a person might be like, oh, that'll be great. I get a delicious sandwich, maybe a blowjob, maybe we have sex out there and watch the snowfall and fucking we're in this cool hotel, so what the fuck else do I have to do? Nope, right. that's not what he says. Instead, he's like, Wendy, let me explain something to you. When you hear me in here typing... And you come in and you ask me a question. You're fucking interrupting my fucking concentration. Right. And then the and then the end of it where she's kind of like, hey, we have Taryn T22 joined. Thanks for joining. We have uh, Scott West here discussing spicy horror movie takes. And in this take, uh, that The Shining sucks, um, <laughs> which is a valid take because all spicy takes are equally valid. All hot sauce is hot sauce. Uh but, you know, and, and he has the thing where he's just basically, like, at the end of it, he's like, okay, so just start and get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're like, if right. you're her, there's nowhere, get the fuck out of here. Well, there's nowhere else to really go. I mean, yeah, you can go to another one of these rooms, but it's not <laughs> like you can really leave because he's right there. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. I... I I mean, I'm not saying it's the greatest horror movie ever, but I, uh, man, that's a that's a spicy take. I'm gonna rate that. Uh, I'm gonna rate that a jalapeno on the spicy take scale. It's pretty. It's pretty good. All right, thanks. You, you got know, any more on that? You got any more spice you'd like to load on? Because I'm I'm all for it. Uh, on that one or or beyond? <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say on the on the on the Shining in particular. Yeah. I've tried, I've watched it several times because so many people revere it that I've, I've figured it must be me, it, you know, because everyone else loves it so much. So occasionally I watch it and I do this with other things too. I do this with records and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, it, it's got to be me, right? There's something I'm not getting. So I've watched it several <laughs> times, but no, every time I watch it, like everything you said about that, um, that's all legit. But I have to get to that point in the movie before I can get engaged. And up until then, I'm just like, there's Z's, you know, coming out of my head. I'm just not totally enough. fair. Dude. So, by the way, Black Cat's Poppy, Poppy says, 
mean asshole. I'm getting the knife already. <laughs> um, I think it might have to do a lot with being such a fan of the book as well, because what Kubrick did is completely tonally different than what Stephen King does with the book. This is true. And, and I love the book. Um, so I, I, maybe I just can't make that connection because in my head is the way I think it should be. Although, I'll tell you what, that TV miniseries remake that Stephen King himself wrote the screenplay for, that sucks even more than the Kubrick movie. So, what the so maybe, fuck? Maybe that's what the fuck is it that was more, It was... <laughs> It was supposed to be more faithful to the book, but, oh, man, it was just not good. It was a mistake. <laughs> go go back on the cocaine, dude, because this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> I've said that before, and people get mad at me. <laughs> I mean, let them get mad. That's all. That's what I say. Joking matter. <laughs> I feel like I feel like when you say that and people get mad, I'm like, the only reason why you're mad is because you know I'm right. Right. Because you know everything, all the books he wrote when he was stoned out of his mind are way better. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Yes! <laughs> Just a fact. Sorry. Sorry, sorry not sorry. Uh, I didn't do it. Right. Exactly. All right, man. You got, you got, like, let's, you got any more spice? Let's keep it going, dude. You got anything else you want to blast out on here? Uh, well, let's leave the shining, I guess. Um,. I don't know. You're gonna leave it all up to me. You got. You must have something. I could. Throw well, out. Just, I guess. Um, man, see, I, a lot of my criticisms are kind of vague as far as horror. I guess I'm just. Uh, I'm still waiting for a renaissance of horror movies that in, are in, actually interesting because I, there's all these new horror movies that I've watched, even the good ones, like I can watch a movie and objectively know that it's a good movie, but a day later, I just don't give a fuck about it anymore. Like once I've watched it, I don't think about them anymore. And uh, I don't know why that is. And there's, I don't know that that's a spicy take. That's just a personal I mean, a lot of them are bad. A lot of them are bad. So let's do an. I don't want to say this is a uh, negative spice, but what was the last movie you saw that wasn't like that? God. And by the way, negative spice was the worst Spice Girl. Um. I tell you what I want. What I really, really want. I tell you what I want. I really, really, really want. Huh? Oh, I can't do it. Uh, There's like a hundred girls in that band. I'm one I dude. I had, I had a hard enough time trying to. I had a hard enough time trying to do the voices of the, the young people in that story I narrated the other day. My voice cracked halfway through it. It's bad enough. I'm not gonna do Spice Girls. Um, the last movie. See, the ones that stick with me tend to be completely over the top so i'm I'd, I'd say the last one that stuck with me was probably the color out of space where the next day i was still thinking about it you know um like I, there was more to it than just like i watched it it was good 
now I'm going to wait for the next new movie. Um, and I think that one, I think the color out of space, because it had a lot of things that I personally look for in a horror movie, which it, it's slightly crazy. Um, there's a bit of a mystery. I mean, if you, if you didn't already know the story, um, well, don't do, uh, maybe, maybe this is a spoiler, a little bit of a spoiler alert, because I would urge you to go watch The Color Out of Space, which, by the way, is now on Shudder, and with a relatively inexpensive Shudder subscription, you get all sorts of fantastic horror content, including this movie. So, spoiler, spoiler yeah. alert, beware, Scott is about... <laughs> to drop some spoilers. So if you haven't seen this movie and you're worried about spoilers, put your fingers in your ears or stop uh -oh. listening. Or do something. <laughs> well, I'll try not to spoil too much, but you know, the, um, the, I'll, I'll try to be a little vague about what I, what made it stick with me, but there's, um, there's good imagery. The effects are, the effects work in that movie is really good. There's a little CGI that's a little wonky, but there's plenty of, uh, really great creepy practical effects um the the maybe i will spoil a little the end with the the familial breakdown and and the merging of the mom and the son um in that weird i don't even know what you call that just a grotesque pitiful it was like a pitiful creature that you just wanted put out of its misery. Um, that was really unsettling, I thought. I thought that it was truly disturbing. And I guess there's just not... There's different ways you can go with horror movies. Uh, you could go campy. You can go, uh, you know, fun roller coaster ride, you know, kind of slasher type stuff. Um, or you can go full on, I'm going to get in your brain and drop some spider eggs in there that are going to hatch later and drive you fucking crazy thinking about it. And uh, Color Out of Space kind of had a little bit of all of that. And they merged it really well. And I can't think that that was easy to do. I think that's a, that's a tightrope you got to walk pretty... You know, you gotta you gotta know what you're doing, and I think they pulled it off, and I think that's why that one stuck with me. Plus, Nicholas is always is just batshit crazy. So, do you do you think that's the best Lovecraft adaptation they've done, um, either A period or B since I'm gonna say Reanimator because I feel like Reanimator is universally loved. Yeah, that's the uh, gold. What do you think? For sure. Um, geez, let me go down the list real quick in my mind. Um, well, I, I think Dagon was really great as well, but that's that's also a Stuart Gordon movie, the same director as Reanimator. Um, also, it really is killed at the end with some horrible, horrible CGI. So, yeah, The Color Out of Space might edge that one out. A little bit, so I'd say yeah. I'm gonna give a. I'm gonna give a, I'm gonna give a. I'm gonna give a spicy hot take. Reanimate. <laughs> uh, Reanimator is good, but the Resurrected is the best Lovecraft adaptation movie oh. that they've ever done. I actually Dude. think in some ways 
better than Reanimator. People do not talk about that movie. I'm so impressed that you brought that up. Oh my god, the resurrected rules. It's so fucking good. That's a great I mean it's, it's a it's a great like they modernized it. The modernization doesn't take away from the original story. It's got a good mm -hmm. detective story to it. The yeah. actors are great. The dialogue is great. The settings are dreary and creepy and perfectly capture love that Lovecraft dialogue. The special effects later, I mean, the, the creature effects are just out yeah. of control, badass. The yeah. sequence beneath the farmhouse is one of the most claustrophobically creepy. And again, like, great dialogue, too. Like, the, the main character, he doesn't, he doesn't pull the whole trope thing. At some point, you know, they're like, whoa, what does he mean? It's like... They che he cheated death, Donnie. Yeah. He found a way to fucking beat, and he's been doing it down here for years. Like, what part right. of the, like, here's all the pieces, dude. What part of this don't you fucking understand? Yeah. Uh, man, yeah. that movie is just, it's, a, it's fucking aces. And I don't know why, I don't know why it's not, and I even, I even brought up to Fangoria at one point, and I said, dude, you guys had a, a you had a special in one of your old episodes about this movie, about the effects. And I never hear anybody talk about it. Never. Wow. Yeah, I don't either. It's a shame. It's up there. It's definitely up there. Even well, look. Even I forgot about it till you till you mentioned it. I want to say it. it's um, Dan O'Bannon. I believe is the writer. So the guy, yeah, yeah the guy that yep. did Alien and and Return of the Living Dead. Um, and I uh, uh, can't think who directed it. He might have directed it too. I think so. Yeah. And, and like, I mean, everybody talks about Chris Sarandon from Fright Night, and I'm like, why does nobody talk about him as, uh, you know, in his role from Reanimator, you know, where he's, um, what the hell is his name? Why can't I remember his name? Uh, Kerwin. He's Kerwin uh, slash, uh, whatever yeah, his name is. I want. I keep wanting to say Breadbasket. Charles Dexter you know, Ward. That's another. Uh, oh, that's it. Charles Dexter Ward. He's Dexter okay. Ward slash Kerwin. Um, oh right, right. Okay. Now I'm thinking. Right. Wow, I'm thinking of three different movies at the same time. <laughs> yeah, Charles Dexter Ward. And by the way, yeah, if anyone in the chat wants to drop in with a spicy take, we will read it out loud and discuss it. So if you want to drop spicy takes into the chat. We're yeah, all we about the spice here today. Spice. Now we're just talking about what a cool movie the Resurrection. I <laughs> I feel like the armies of Barbara Crampton fans out there are going to crucify me alive for saying that the woman in Resurrected does a better job than she does in that movie than she does in Resurrected. That's that's hot. That's that's uh that's, that's a spicy real movie. close to hot. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna step back a little ways so I don't get flamed. <laughs> I'm in it. I don't give a fuck. Well, hey, um, you know the other thing about the resurrected though is it's straight up like it's pretty serious. It's not campy like yeah. the animator. It's they don't put any goofiness in there. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, now you're making me want to go watch it again. It's been a long time. Man, it's so good, and I can't remember the actor's name, but the 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 uh, one guy in there is from uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High is in there too, and he plays his like investigator buddy that oh, he goes right. out and does legwork and stuff for him, and even he does a fantastic job mm -hmm. in that. You know, like 
that's just one of those movies where I watch it and I go, this whole thing was pretty tight. There's nothing yeah. about this that felt off or goofy or wonky. I would say the only thing about that movie that drives me nuts, and it's mm-hmm. because I've railed and screamed about this on episodes before, is they pull the old crappy flashlight gig, which I'm just like, <laughs> we get the fuck out of here with that. The next movie I see that does that, I'm stopping it and I'm watching it. If you do that in a modern movie with this whole the flashlight doesn't work, I'm right. gonna punch you in the fucking face. Like, <laughs> quit it. Yeah, that's an old trope. But you know that movie's like, when was that? That was eighty. That's a, uh, I think that's probably early nineties because I remember. Early, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could grab one of my thousand uh, video guides over there and look it up real quick. <laughs> but <laughs> um, all right, come on, yeah. man. I. Uh, let, let's get uh, let's get more spice in here. I'm digging it. Okay. This is fun. This is a lot of fun. Uh, well, let's see. What else can we trash? Um, I got to move over real quick. Okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's easy to just like go down a list of movies that I didn't that are sort of universally beloved that I don't understand why. Um, a new another newer one. That I hated, hated, was the Babadook. <laughs> yeah! What a piece of shit! Fuck that fucking movie. So stupid. I have, and I kind of, before I talk about it, I almost wish I would have watched it again so I could remember everything that I hated about it. But I know my big, well, the, early on, the first thing is that kid. Like, I have no sympathy for that kid at all. Um, I want the monster to get him. And so, therefore, there's, like, zero suspense for me for the rest of the movie. I mean, that's one of those ones where, like, if you were trying to do some allegory about, like, dealing with a mentally uh, underdeveloped child is as bad as dealing with horrors or monsters ever. It's like, okay, I got it. After about the first five minutes of this movie... I got it. Like, right. I'm surprised she didn't drown him in the bathtub or fucking do something else <laughs> equally horrific. Because right. oh my good god! And then, yeah, and I'm like, it's not really. I'm like the ba- the Baba. I used to like. I had this girl I saw for a while. She loved that movie. Maddie yeah. P eight twenty five has joined. Thank you very much, Maddie P eight twenty five. We're P. discussing. That's my body, man. Hey, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> We're discussing hot, spicy horror takes, and right now we're talking about the Baba Dork. I'm sorry, the Baba <laughs> Dump, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But I, I never got that movie. I didn't get it. Well, I, I watched it said, once, and I got to the end of it and said, "Okay, yeah. that's uh, that's pretty much a PSA for wear a condom." Got it. <laughs> got it. I get it. All right. Well, don't have kids. Allegory and uh, my. I, my big problem with that movie was I felt like they were trying to do two different things and they should have just done one and it might have worked. But I felt like they were trying to do an allegory, but at the same time, they were trying to just make a monster movie. And I felt like the two things were not meshing and it was really, really, it just ruined, completely ruined the movie for me. If they would have picked one, if they would have said this whole movie is allegory, or they would have just said, 
there's a creepy monster that comes out of this book and it's completely supernatural. Um, but they spend so much of the movie doing that thing where you're, they're trying to make you wonder like, is this real or is it happening in your mind or, you know, and clearly, I don't know. It's, pick one, just <laughs> fucking pick one and, and go with that because the two hopping back and forth did not work at all. I thought I, yeah. Black Cat's, Black Cat's Poppy says I watched it and hardly remember it. I mostly remember just how much trouble I got in for making fun of it and hating on it with the girl <laughs> that loved it while I was watching it. And I remember making some, like, uh, reading Rainbow reference where I was like, take a look, it's in a book, you can't escape from the Baba Duke. It's like, it's like, I'm like, it's not scary, this movie sucks. I hate it was this. Turn off. That's the other thing, you know, and I, I should know better by now. But you guys aren't drunk enough. All I have to say is this. I had three giant beers and then <laughs> a free giant fucking tequila uh, margarita. So you'd be surprised. <laughs> I may be more I'm, drunk than you expect. I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, all the ads and all the people, all the, people posting stuff I saw was like, this is the scariest movie in years and I should know fucking better by now, being a oh. horror fan for my entire life. But, but I went into it, I was thinking, oh boy, this is going to be so scary. I'm going to actually get scared because that's the that's the pinnacle of horror for me is if something actually scares me because as a, I love horror movies and I have since I was like three years old. But rarely am I actually scared by them. So if something creeps me out or scares me or gets under my skin, that goes to the top of the list. So I went into the Babadook thinking, man, this is going to be good. And, oh, my God, I was so disappointed. <laughs> I'm going to say a terrible thing, and this may turn off a lot of people, but I don't care because it's my podcast. Okay. That movie, I feel like I want I was like, I was like, you know, you see the the stills and the pictures of the monster. And like, oh man, this looks like this could be really fucking spooky. Right. Just kind of how, like, every now and then you're like, man, I really got to take a shit really bad. And you go in, you're like, and it's unsatisfying. And you're like, God, it's kind of ruined my whole day. Like, I was expecting a lot more from this instead. Like, that's it. Jesus. Like, really? Is this this whole thing about just mom and screaming at her kid the entire time? I don't know. Yeah, so you're saying the Babadook is shit. That's yeah, it's yeah. fucking shit. And not <laughs> even a good shit. Not even a good quality shit. Like a, a real letdown. Right. Wow, that's real that's pretty bad. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I have no use for it. I'm done. Black Cat's Poppy says, please say terrible things. <laughs> <laughs> See, there are still people that want to hear terrible things out there. <laughs> God bless. Oh boy. <laughs> okay well yeah what else let's see hmm. um i want to hear one from you okay well another thing that i uh, like another thing that i never got so i understand i understand the whole um you know like 
I feel like it's easy to rip on Saw, so, like, I don't want to go off on a huge rant on that, but, like, everybody told me that it was the same thing. Oh, you got to watch this. It's so scary. It's so spooky. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And I, yeah. I rolled my eyes and basically was like, I've seen this before. I've seen some crazy Italian horror shit. There's nothing mm-hmm. that's going to get me. There's nothing that's going to spook me, whatever. Right. So despite myself, I sit down and I go to watch this movie. And I, I got to be honest, I was digging it. Mm-hmm. I was like, boy, actually, I think this has some merit. This is really yeah. slick. And... I'm going to say, and again, spoiler alert if you haven't seen this fucking turd. But I don't know if it's halfway. Maybe it's three quarters of the way through. There's a sequence. And and this is is one of those things where I'm like, I could get all technical, whatever. Maybe I will. But like, Mm -hmm. there's a particular scene where the movie ruins itself for me. And here's, here's what it is. There's a sequence where, uh, was it Danny Glover and the like? It's like the two they the two police officers, they like they catch the jigsaw guy. So he's got him down on the ground, and his partner is going over to investigate the Rube Goldberg death trap. Right. And like th- this is like several things all kind of happen kind of at the same time that ruined the movie. Number one. You're telling me that if the Danny Glover whatever guy who'd been tracking this dude for this long, who knew he was this crazed killer, blah, 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 he's going to do this lackadaisical, let me just kind of kneel on his shoulder a little bit and then not pay attention to him in the slightest. (laughs) He would have put handcuffs on him instantly. That guy killed how many people? And they're just going to be like, what? I guess I got him. Like, right. what is he, a Koopa Troopa from fucking Super Mario Brothers? Like, <laughs> oh, he's just immobile now. I got him. Like, he's frozen. <laughs> what the What the fuck is that shit? And then conversely, his partner has a fucking shotgun and a guy sitting in this chair with these dumb drills, and he's looking at it. Uh, maybe I should stick my hand in this box of fucking razor blades. You have a shotgun, you fucking asshole. You, even if you weren't going to shoot the thing, you could have used it like a club, and you could have just broke the drill bits off the end of the fucking drills. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? These fucking, like, you're telling me these cops are like 30 fucking veteran, 30 fucking year veterans of the force? Yeah. Fuck this shit. Fuck this movie. You ruin it. The shit sucks. This whole sequence was a contrivance. I'm done. I'm out. And then I sat there for the rest of the movie like this. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> That's the Gabriel worst. Black was joined, by the way. Uh, we're talking with Scott West, author of the incredible book, Ghosts on the Highway, which you should check out on Amazon. It's a fucking phenomenal read. He's uh, been in some bands, written some books, loves horror movies. We're discussing spicy nuclear hot horror movie takes <laughs> inspired by lurking transmission earlier today so yes, we're sir. uh we're, we're picking at some scabs here for sure so that's my blisteringly furious saw rant uh yeah i'm with you man I, there's uh, nothing worse than than a good movie that turns the shit at the end or towards right? the end yeah yeah because it's like just a little more work, guys. You could have just – you didn't have to go into a nosedive at the end. You were doing so good. Why? Why did you do that? 
Oh, man. That, talk about disappointing. Black Cat's Poppy says, a lot of new movies suck. So while you and I banter here, I'm going to pose yeah, a question to her in, her in particular, but anyone else in the chat. So yeah. what was what was a new movie that you thought was going to capture something from the old school that you really were like, oh, I think this one's going to do it, and then it just fucking blew it? And you're like, Ooh. ah! Ah! Like, <laughs> name me one that was just a complete wet blanket, cold lotion mess, where you That's thought it was. And for me, the recent one that did that, and I have a different, I think, episode slash discussion about this. So I'm not going to rehash it. Was the fucking Beach House? Because they got halfway through that movie, and I just feel like they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. And they I just haven't watched that yet. That's too bad because I saw. I actually uh, saw somebody who's. Reviews I usually respect and tend to agree with uh, seem to like that movie. So it was on my list, but I haven't got to it yet. So um, well, well, we'll have to we'll have to rediscuss that. But I would say watch that, and you tell me if about halfway to three quarters of the way the way through that movie, they didn't just go, "What the fuck are we doing?" I don't know. Uh, and then like, <laughs> God, this ruined it. They had a great thing going, and they fuck yeah. it all up. Well, I don't like have the Ranger. Uh, unlike the movie, the, unlike that movie, the Ranger, which is just a piece of shit from scene one through the fucking end. I don't know why <laughs> that movie got so much praise. The movie is terrible. <laughs> I know I saw it, but I barely remember it. But see, that's the problem with most new stuff for me. None of it is memorable. Like I said, even the good stuff. Like I watched uh, Hereditary. Uh, in the theater, they played it downtown. Um, while I was watching it, I was super into it. It affected me. Uh, I didn't get the ending, to be honest. I, somebody had to explain it to me later. <laughs> but even so, I like walked out of the theater thinking, wow, that was better than I, you know, because I, I have such low expectations now. I walked out thinking, oh, man, that was really good. There's a couple scenes where I really, you know, was feeling uncomfortable and stuff. Um, the next day, I didn't give a fuck. I just, I don't think about Hereditary anymore. I saw it, I, I liked it while I was watching it, and then I just don't care. I'm probably never going to watch it again. And there's just tons of movies like that, new movies. And I, I don't know if it's just me. Like, I have a thing I want to see, and nobody's making that movie, maybe. Uh, oh, it looks like Black Cat's Poppies has... Uh, yeah, she says, oh, no. I'll tell you tomorrow. Too much brain work. I used no. to try with new movies, and I just end up not paying attention. Ah, yeah. so, <laughs> right. So that being said, did you have, did you have, do you have anything? We'll, we'll take a, so this is like if we're eating spicy wings, if we're eating spicy food, you, go, you do have to maybe take a break and either drink some milk or have a beer or do something. So, this right. is the chaser. Do you have anything, you know, and maybe it's you thought it was going to be terrible and it ended up being great, or just something that you felt just hit the marks. Is there anything new that you were like, hey, yeah, that, wow, like I, man, really couldn't stop <laughs> thinking about that? That was well done. Uh, yeah, I know there have been. Let's see. I actually I haven't been watching horror movies lately though. So let me let me go back. 
If you want some chance, to, if you want some time to think, I will give an answer and say that, yeah, and this it. is also potentially a controversial opinion, but the last one that surprised me was It Follows, because uh, yeah. I didn't really know anyone else at the time that had talked about it. This is sort of before the whole horror fam, mutant fam, mutant freaks, horror freaks, Joe Bob driving, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. So... I didn't really know anyone who talked about it much, and I saw it and was like, oh, it looks kind of cool. And that was one of those ones where I watched out of the blue, and, man, it got me. I was like, God, this is just – it's got all the elements of stuff that I like, and and they Mm -hmm. skipped a lot of the tropes of stuff that I couldn't stand. And, man, that – I got to – and I was like, can't stop thinking about that movie. I love that movie. I can't wait to go watch it again. Like – that one got yeah, me. I, I really liked I, it. Um, I agree. I was taken by surprise with that one. Um, I was actually recommended to me by somebody, and uh, she wanted to know my opinion specifically, so I was obligated to watch it. A lot of times, I, I don't. I'm weird when people recommend stuff. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll get, I'll get around to it. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, I'll watch yeah. this piece of shit. Great. Yeah. <laughs> but because she specifically wanted to know what I thought of it, I watched it, and I yeah, I was uh, pleasantly surprised. It was it was original enough, which is rare for first of all to come up with something original. Um, it was original enough that I was really impressed just by that, and then everything they did with it, I thought was great. Um, the ending had the potential to totally fall apart, but I thought somehow it worked and I'm, you know, I'm no, I'm not a critic. I just know what I like, you know? So, um, whatever they did, however they did it, it worked. Um, but I could see where it could have gone sideways at the end. So I think they pulled it off nicely. And, uh, yeah, I would put that up there as something that, uh, a newer movie that I think deserves to be given some praise. Black Cat's uh, Poppy says, there was a new movie I loved, not a horror, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Can't help it. Uh, no, uh, I, I also loved that movie and thought that was spectacular. I um, fucking loved it. Yeah, I really loved it. It's really, I, really like I haven't loved a Tarantino movie in a while. Yeah, really I would good. say I would say for me that really ranks up there as maybe one of my favorites. Um, there's just yeah. something about it too. Uh, like I don't know what it is, but it's just I that movie is re- you know, and I I don't know why, but when I went in to watch that movie, I was mm. set up to hate it. Yeah, I I wanted to hate it for some reason. Maybe a reason why I wanted to hate it is because everybody was again telling me how great it was before I saw it. Right. I was like, right. I know, I'll go see it, okay? God, like I have <laughs> shit to fucking do. I'll see it, all right? right? I'm the same way, dude. Yeah, it was great. I mean, the uh, first of all, I love that time and setting. I love Hollywood. I love stuff that's set in old Hollywood, and that can be anywhere right. from the 20s to the 70s. And this is the late 60s, early 70s, so it's super sleazy, which I also love. I love sleazy stuff. And uh, 
And, um, you know, he, oh, yeah, every, well, I would agree with what Black Cat's Poppy is saying. Um, that they, the way he twisted something that's historically so awful and horrible, like a, re, a real life horror, you know, um, the way he, like, redeemed it was, first of all, super audacious. Um, like, who, who else but Tarantino would try to pull something like that off? And then who could actually pull it off? And he did it. Yeah, it was excellent. Yeah, it was a ma that was a master stroke in multiple in multiple ways. You know, and, and from the I don't know, lingering on shots to the fact that the movie doesn't feel rushed. Mm -hmm. Uh God, it's just really good. The flipping like you say is a real life horror to Yeah. I mean man, uh, if you haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Go get yourself a nice cold drink and some popcorn and sit mm -hmm. in the dark and pay attention. Watch that movie. It's fucking great. Look it in. See, that is what a lot of newer movies for me, getting back to the horror thing, are missing because I was riveted during that movie. Like, I'm watching movies now and, you know, 15 minutes in, I'm checking my phone. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get up and make a sandwich. And I mean... There's I'm getting just, a warning that we have. I'm getting a warning that we have 15 seconds, so we're gonna have to start this and restop it. <laughs> okay. Stop it and restart it. I mean. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm gonna stop this and re. So for those of you who are listening to this on the podcast and not uh, on Instagram, which I may have to pull the audio down and redo this, but Instagram live, because I don't have uh, enough followers or whatever yet, um, I have a, like a little bit of a time limit. So, and we restarted it, and right off the bat, we have Black Cat Poppies and King Dinosaur 69 rejoining us, so... We're back. That's it. We get a whole 30 minutes or an hour or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, perfect. An hour and a half, right it was. <laughs> yeah. Where were we? Let's see. We were praising. Well, once upon a time in Hollywood, don't rush. Right. Oh, that. yeah, that was something I was going to say. Um, uh, sorry, I'm getting messages. <laughs> um, because you're a fucking rock star, dude. That's why. <laughs> Uh, hold on, I just got to answer this real quick. That's fine. So, you know, for me, that whole idea of not rushing, it's the same reason why I liked Better Call Saul. You know, if you can frame shots, there's a big difference between taking your time and not rushing and just being boring. And I don't know why, but it takes a real masterful crew, cinematographer and director to make those lingering shots that aren't boring. Like Brad mm -hmm. Pitt driving that car through fucking Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, did they need to take all that time to do that? No, they didn't. But there was something about it that it never went, okay, come on, next scene. Mm -hmm. What it was. It just, it, it was, it was right. It was just right. right. It just felt yeah. right. Yeah, I think you got to have a feel. The filmmakers got to have a feel for that sort of thing because how many scenes are there of cars just driving and you're just like, what, where are they going? Why are we still following this car? 
it has no purpose, you know, there's no style to it, there's nothing there, but yeah, those scenes are great. And uh, I am a big complainer about the length of movies nowadays, and the length of that movie, I had no problem with. Like, no. most movies do not need to be two hours long, um, not, you know, even less three hours, however long that one was. I mean, it's... I'm going to be super long. Um, McMike280Z joined. Uh, again, we're talking about spicy movie takes, and we took a brief moment here to do a palate cleanser and talk about a movie that we thought was great, suggested yeah. by Black Cat's Poppies, which is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And then we'll get back to trashing some of your favorite uh, horror, horror <laughs> classes. We'll get back to shitting on them and getting ourselves reviled. But... Uh, <laughs> Hey, do you want to talk about uh, Halloween 3? I'm curious. Uh, I'm mean, curious we, what your uh, take on Halloween 3 is. I know what mine is. My, my take on Halloween 3 is the, is the same take I have, again, for, like, fucking Fallout 3, which is <laughs> if you just hadn't called it Halloween 3, yeah. you would have gotten a completely different set of reviews. You used the name on this thing to pitch another movie that you didn't have the confidence in selling anyway. Right. Or if you never had an intention of these to be sequels like this, but you, you couldn't, you can't do that after you have Halloween, Halloween one and Halloween two, because Successful then everyone movies. afterwards yeah. is going to think that it's going to be a continuation of that same, same story and said nothing to do with it. Right. <laughs> I mean, in regards to a movie, I think it's kind of boring. I like yeah. it. But if you're going to watch that with a bunch of friends, rip on drunk, and you're looking to watch something like Demons, and you put in Halloween 3, they're going to be sorely right. disappointed. <laughs> but I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's I a think bad movie. Similar, I think we have a similar reaction to it. I don't understand this newfound like uh, worship of, of Halloween 3, but I also don't understand the trashing of it. I think it's like a competent, kind of fun horror flick, you know, that once in a while I'm going to want to watch, but probably not that often. <laughs> well, I feel like the, I feel like the newfound whatever is that contrarianism, it's like, and I've done this myself, but post, post to post and tag some people in from New York about pineapple on pizza. Yeah, you'll get all sorts of attention because they'll immediately light shit up. Meanwhile, you're like, lum, 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 lum. I don't care. I love it. Right. Delicious. Tart and tangy. Sweet and savory. It's a perfect flavor combination. You New Yorkers just don't know pizza with your crappy water. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably pretty apt. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm... Halloween is my favorite horror movie of all time and one of my favorite movies of all time. And I like Halloween too, but not because I think it's a great movie. I just have a, a sentimental spot. Um, it's just a personal for personal reasons. Uh, Halloween three on, I just don't give a fuck about. And that includes the, any Rob Zombie, the remakes and all those I don't care. The last one, I was really yeah. excited to see it in the theater, and we went and saw it in the theater. And again, it was one of those movies where as I was watching it, I was kind of like kind of into it, 
But I also felt that way with The Force Awakens, and I really feel like they're just tricking me and playing on my uh, nostalgia um, because I'm liking it while I'm watching it, and then afterwards I'm thinking about it and I'm just picking them apart, and then I'm wondering, like, why – what was it I liked about it while I was watching it? And then a couple of days later, I just don't give a fuck. So, and I wish they wouldn't be making these new sequels either. Just fucking let it die. God. I didn't necessarily, I didn't necessarily mind that last movie they made. I actually thought it was fairly decent and that I felt like they at least tried to walk the path of the originals in that regard. And I liked the fact that they, just skipped everything post-Halloween 2. <laughs> That's true. I did uh, like it better than all that other, all the other sequels. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Danielle Harris, but I go back and I watch like Halloween 5 or whatever, and I'm like, this movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> sucks. I watched... I hadn't seen Halloween 4 in years until I watched it when Joe Bob ran them. Uh, d- wait... Joe Bob ran all the Halloweens, right? Last year? Uh, last year? He, did, he did one of the later ones last year. I can't remember okay. which one it was. If it was four or five. Yeah, I think it was four because I remember I saw four in the theater when it came out um, in like 89 or whenever that was. And uh, 88, 89, I don't remember. But um, – I I didn't my taste wasn't as discerning back then, <laughs> you know. And I I remember enjoying it in the theater, and then I think I might have watched it once since then, and then watched it on Shutter, and uh, and then watched five and six. Five and six are just loony. They make no sense at all. They're horrible, just crap. Um, four. I can live with. The only thing about four that really sucks is they made his mask look so goofy. He doesn't look scary at all. So that's my big critique well, of four. I, I mean, like here, here's what's hard for me because you have these movies where you have these, you have these killer guys that are sort of unstoppable. And then the first movie there was a little bit of a, I don't know, like, okay, he's the boogeyman. That's why you can't kill him, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then in the second movie, it's okay. Well, however he got through that, but they eventually kind of put him down, blah, blah, blah. It's like, mm-hmm. well, there was a similar thing in the Friday the 13th movies in that people initially forget that what in three, is it is it three? three? It's either three or four. I mean, they actually do put him down and he's done. At least, yeah, that, four. Like four. He is, he is finished. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know how that guy survived all that, but they did put him down, and that was the end yeah. of it. But then there's a fairly, like to me, six, which I just absolutely love because yeah. of just the shift of a lot of things. But like, yeah, dude, they just go full blown. Yeah. Now, now he's like this unstoppable, resurrected zombie creature thing. He's just totally. gonna fuck this shit up. Yeah, yeah. But like <laughs> the the Michael Myers thing, they like you have to have all these people trying to find some contrived reason for. Well, it was the cult of Thorn, and he was imbued with a mm-hmm. Gaelic druid. Like what? Fuck! Fuck! Get the fuck out of here! His little boy <laughs> stabbed his sister to death. That was a guy. Yeah. He was just a regular yeah. man. Like what the fuck? Yeah, they tried so to get I way too clever. 
And so that, that's I why I like. Yeah, like that's in that regard. That's why I kind of like that reboot because they skipped all the rest of that stupid shit. Yeah, you got to jettison that crap. You're right. The way they did Jason worked well, and I also love Part Six. And a lot of people seem to not like it. Some I think because it's not as gory, maybe. But Jason looks way cooler in that one. I like zombies. He wakes. He looks way fucking cooler. The music is fucking spot on. Yeah. The idea of the idea of like this foreboding. You've unleashed a real monster on the world now, dude. Yeah. Like he was bad before, but now you done fucked up. Yeah, totally. He's literally unstoppable now. Like. Yeah. And doesn't he kill? Arnold Horshack in that one, I think. Yeah, he does. He punches a hole in his fucking yeah. chest. Yeah, he punches so a hole in his chest. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I, I, I like that movie. And uh, when I think about all those movies, and it, uh-oh, Black Cat's Poppy says, oh, no. Oh no! When I think about um, when I think about a lot of those, I don't want to. I want to say like classic killer whatever movies. I don't know when I was <clears throat> when I was growing up. Wasn't that I necessarily disliked uh, Freddy, mm-hmm. but after Friday Thirteenth Three, I just didn't care anymore. Yeah, because he was just goofy. Yeah, I had I was the same way. I was totally the same way. I didn't get it. Um, yeah, they went in a weird direction with those. I guess I'm not even gonna fault them for it because I don't know really what else they could have done. And sometimes that can work. Like I really like the weird direction they took with the child's play movies. Um, when they just when they knew that they were being ridiculous, and so like Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky and those, but um, yeah, I don't I don't know the Friday or not uh the Nightmare on Elm Street series was never my favorite. I really liked the first one, uh, and I liked the the meta one. What's that one called? Um, New Nightmare. New Nightmare. I New Nightmare was- is solid. I like yeah. that a lot. But that's about it. Otherwise, I just don't care about Freddy, really. <laughs> oh, Black Cat's Poppy says, poor Arnold, that's all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we all got to go sometime. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, man, you got, any, you, got, you got any more spice? There's got to be some more spice in here. Yeah, I'm trying to think. We were kind of getting away from the spicy and, and just talking about it. Uh, let's see. Um, I guess I'm trying to think of some trends. There's a lot of trends that have come and gone that really pissed me off, but uh, I'm sure they'll return. I guess the trend of uh, well, I'll tell you what. I'm fucking sick. This isn't that spicy. I'm sure a lot of people feel this way. I guess, but. I can go the rest of my life without any more reboots or remakes. I, I don't know why you got to remake everything, especially something that's only like 20 years old. 
That's perfectly fine. If you want to remake a movie that sucks and you think you can make it better, that I get. That I'm all right. for. Um, but there's just so many that even the, the ones that are competent are just pointless. Like, does anybody talk about the reboot and remake of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street like we were just talking about? Like, what happened? I hope not because it's god awful. Yeah. <laughs> LK, LKJ Slane has joined. And know, away. Hey. We're talking about, talking about spicy horror movie takes. At least we, we were. Trying to be. Uh, I mean, I feel like that. I feel like that's. I feel like that's spicy enough. If you want to include the, and here's where I think we can make this spicy. Okay. Look, I love Kelly Maroney. I love Barbara Crampton. Mm -hmm. I love a lot of these other things, but like, dude, don't keep dragging some of these out of the closet and trying to either remake them or reboot them just because those people sign on, especially when then you do it and you're like, dude. Yeah. So, just like LKJ Slane says, it works for very few movies. Mostly yeah. it's useless. Yeah. And then all you end up with is a bad taste in your mouth going, God, like, you know, you had the opportunity, you got the license or whatever to do that. And then this is what you fucking turned in. Like, mm -hmm. just don't do it. Just don't do it. And if you're going to get yeah. those other actors or you're going to get something, just make a new fucking movie. Make something like Death House that Harrison Smith did. Don't right. don't try to ride on the coattails of something that's revered like that because it inevitably turns out shitty. Right. Yeah, and it's weird to... God, especially the ones that aren't that old. That they're trying to run off the name, like the name recognition. But... All those movies, maybe in the past, that made sense. But in this day and age, with all the digital stuff and streaming and, and you know, all that shit's available. If I want to watch the original Friday the 13th, it's at the tip of my fingers. If I want to watch the original <laughs> Blob, I can go find that super easily. It's probably on YouTube, you know. Um, don't watch the original Blob. Watch the remake because the remake <laughs> is fucking awesome. Well, I like both. That is a remake that rules, actually. that's I do love the Blob remake. <laughs> oh. LKJ Slane says, the remake of Psycho, for instance? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and what's his name was no Norman Bates. No. Nope. Thousands of some agree. You're right on with that one. Yeah, there's only one Norman Bates. <laughs> Sorry. You're not, an you're not uh, what is it, Anthony Perkins? Get the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, no way. No way. Anthony Perkins, or get the fuck out. That's all I have to say yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it. you know, and they keep saying, I don't know. I, there's a lot of people that defend them, and I just don't get the defense of it. I mean, the, if you're, I guess... Also, if I was a filmmaker and I had money and I had a script and I had, you know, I guess I would want to make something of my own and make it original and put my stamp on something. I don't want to be somebody's sloppy seconds, you know, horror-wise. See in there, and there it is. If if you're gonna if you're going to remake something or you're gonna follow the legacy of another one of these fucking movies, then don't be like, well, I'm gonna put my spin on it. <laughs> Michael Myers was really an alien from outer space <laughs> imbued with the power of the fucking Power Rangers. Right. And Jason was really uh, a 
I, whatever. So right. like, because well, if you're gonna, if you want, if you have your own story that you want to tell, then just mm -hmm. make your own fucking movie, dude. Yeah, that's the thing. There's the other thing is to make a a remake that is so unrecognizable from the source material that. Yeah, why didn't you just fucking call it something else? Just write a whole new movie. <clears throat> You're going to change 99% right? of everything anyway. Seriously. <clears throat> it makes no sense. And, 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 and so, you know, you go on to some of those, <laughs> and you have these... Uh, LKJ Slane says, Did you all see the new Pet Cemetery? Uh, I didn't even get scared once. Yeah, see, I stayed away uh, because I didn't. I watched I was, it, and I wish I could get that. I wish I could get that time of my life back. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. <laughs> uh, I wish I could, like. Movies. Yeah, see, that was another. The <laughs> it movies were another ones where, like, when I was in the theater watching them, I was like, "Yeah, this is cool," and then the next day, I was like. What was that movie I watched yesterday? I know I went to the movies, but... Uh... <laughs> LK, LKJ Slane says, I did like the new It movies, though. Yeah. I really liked the first one. The second, the second one, I was kind of... Eh, I think the first but one I did like the first one quite a bit. Yeah. But, like, alright. Spicy, spicy take. Okay. Maybe this is so... Maybe this really isn't so spicy. Makes <clears throat> you feel like it's more like common sense. But if you're going to... If you're going to make a, a do real life things to get scared, right? Like fucking not having your money to pay your bills or having to get up and go to work every morning fucking gives me anxiety. Yeah. I'd rather fight yeah. some supernatural killer. Shit, I'd probably win. Mm. Um, yeah. If you're going to remake one of those movies, I'm like, remake something like Day of the Triffids. Like the mm -hmm. original movie, yeah. Day of the Triffids, the, the plants look fucking goofy and whatever. Yeah. The book, actually, that's kind of pseudo terrifying. So, like, mm -hmm. man, remake something that they didn't have. I mean, just like The Thing. If you read the yeah. book that The Thing is based on, you read how it's described. The original movie, they couldn't have done none of that, which is why they made it right. the way they did. So right. the remake of it that captures more of the book is fucking badass. So, like, if you can't yeah. do that stuff for some of those movies, man, like, I actually think you can make Day of the Triffids be fairly bleak and awful. Um, I agree. I mean, if you read again, if you read the book, so if you haven't seen Day of the Triffids, it's a bunch of plastic-looking plants that look like something somebody stole out of a fucking doctor's office, moving around a bunch of wooden dollies. It's pretty bad. <laughs> but if you read the book, it's actually like, I mean, as a concept, it's pretty, pretty brutal. Yeah. So remake some of those movies where they clearly didn't even have the, where they either didn't have the effects or the directing, or the technology, or whatever, at the time to make right. them. And make something like that. Why do they keep... The, you know, every time somebody talks about, oh, they need to remake or reboot Big Trouble in Little China, I want to just <laughs> headbutt myself off the fucking planet. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I've been saying that for years. If you're going to remake a movie, take, take a movie that almost made it almost succeeded but like you said they did the effects were they didn't have the money for to make it look good or you know the acting was a little wooden or whatever the story maybe with a couple of tweaks would be better but no they go after the fucking how many texas chainsaw massacres are there now they just keep going after perfectly fine movies and rebooting them 
And I don't understand. Except it's a quick money maker. I mean, they're the most cynical ways to make movies. And to me, I have like zero interest in cynical movie making. So it's Harrison Smith, man. Look, check out his cinema podcast. He he nails it. Um, LKJ Slane says maybe no budget. Yeah, yeah. And and that, I mean that's the other thing too. So if you have low budget, like I don't know. Try and figure out a movie that doesn't rely on special effects. Or if you're going to do that, make a movie like The Void and blow all of your money on all the practical effects. Right. And go, yeah, right. so the story here doesn't really make much sense. But honestly, <laughs> I kind of like the fact that it didn't make any sense because it felt like an old school horror movie where you're like, mm -hmm. what the fuck is happening here? It's just, it's just, yeah. it's just some fucking maniac. Like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> I don't know, but there's a lot of giant creatures splattering shit all over the place, so that was pretty good. That one took me by surprise. I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, I agree with what they're saying. I mean, look at some of my favorite movies. Movies I really love are... Uh, I love old movies, and maybe that's just a bias, and that's why I'm so bitchy about new stuff, but I like black and white, and I like old movies, and I love brilliant low budget filmmakers i think i still think night of the living dead is the best of all the living dead movies i love carnival of souls they had no money for that oh, carnival of souls there's hardly any facts yeah but the way they shoot it is just so creepy and atmospheric and done so right and you you give somebody a billion dollars now and they can make a movie that I'm going to forget about tomorrow and I'm going to go watch Carnival of Souls again for like the 800th time. So. So I still, I still think about all these, uh, I don't want to say horror movies or whatever. And I'm like, but you still have not done a movie that has a better opening gambit than the fog with that old guy just sitting around a campfire, quietly telling a ghost story with just yeah. that soft, foreboding music in the background. It's the best yeah. opening to any, maybe not only just any horror movie, but maybe any movie fucking ever. Yeah. Because you don't have to include effects and stuff like that to be creepy, which is what I liked about some of Hereditary. It was right. just the awkwardness and the uncomfortable feeling of a family falling apart. Like, yeah. Uh, and so again, I think of like, hey, look, if you're gonna, if you think you're gonna remake one of these movies, look, why don't you just take the elements of that thing that you liked, and just don't use that name and just make your own shit, dude. Right. What the fuck? Right. Well, in the fog, that's another one that they remake. <laughs> and then just fucked it all right. They fucked it right to hell. Yeah, of course they did. Yeah, because you're right. That opening scene. That's the distillation of what makes horror great for me. It, I want to when I'm watching a horror movie. That's what I want. I want to sit down, I turn it on, and I go, "Tell me a scary story. Creep me out. Give me a scary story. I want to hear a ghost story. Tell me, you know, lay it on me." And I'm oftentimes that the it's just not what you're gonna get. And this story that was passed down by their fathers and their grandfathers about the night that a boat crashed here off the point of Antonio Bay. Like, I mean, just the way he says it, that, yeah. you know, and the, and the kids are watching with rapt attention because part of that calls 
upon when you were a child and you listened to those stories and you thought they were all real. And in this aspect, in that movie, that is real. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, man, it's just it's a great combination of all of those elements. Yeah. And I don't know. I think some of them try to be too clever. I think some of them try to twist too much. Mm, uh, Black Cat's Poppy says somebody just needs to go to Ocala National Forest to make a movie. Hmm. Not saying that I disagree, but I'm also going to throw in the upper the upper peninsula of Michigan. Uh, people often forget how primordial that is up there. Yeah, That's pretty yeah. wild. If you've never been up there and you're ever looking for a place to visit, check out some shit in the upper peninsula of Michigan. There's some pretty dark woods up there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of haunted areas. There's a lot of logging towns where a lot of people got killed and murdered and shit. A lot of crime, a lot wow. of uh, atrocities against the Indians. I mean, it, it's upper Michigan gets forgotten in in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah. Upper Peninsula, man, uh, can be pretty pretty brutal up there. So, you know, we're we're running on. Actually, I would just keep doing this forever. Actually, how much <laughs> battery do I have left? Oh, I don't know, maybe one percent. Uh, yeah, I can go to. I, I can keep going. I feel like we should just go over the edge so that then I'll have to do another nightcap episode. I'm gonna let you carry I'm gonna let you carry this and rant and ramble while I go get something to drink. How about that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's that's not daunting at all. <laughs> I'll I'll lead you off I'll lead you off then with some spice. Okay. So um in terms of if you could because you feel like the story that is there mm. squanders elements of the story that you then can't retell. What series of movies, if you had the ability, would you just wipe out and blink out of existence? <laughs> wow. Um Okay, right, I'm gonna go get a drink while you ponder that. All right. <laughs> I guess uh, I don't know. I tend to not be a series kind of guy in general, um, unless it's the old stuff, the old monster movies. Just because the longer you try to keep that shit running, the more ridiculous it gets. Because it's so you're already starting out with something implausible. And then you're going to stretch it and stretch it. So unless you do something uh, completely left of center like Toby Hooper did with Texas Chainsaw 2 or, like I said, the the Chucky movies when they just went completely camp, uh, I just don't have much use for movies with a number after the title. Um, not all, but... I guess here you want some spice, except you're not you're not here to hear the spice. Um, I'd probably get rid of the scream movies. I I feel like the scream movies knock horror sideways for way too long because they just produced all these boring copycat movies, and every person that kind of kicked off the the cast of teen horror, all looking like fucking supermodels instead of like real kids like they did in the 70s and 80s. 
So it's all just like pretty people doing implausible things that I don't give a fuck about. Fuck those movies. I just wipe them out. Did you uh, did you catch which ones I'm talking about? No, but it just sounds great. <laughs> well, you said which ones would I wipe out, so I picked the Scream franchise. Oh! Now that is spicy. You want some spice? I know a lot of people consider those to be like the peak of horror. Like, oh, yeah. horror there are horror movies, and then there are horror movies after Scream. <laughs> I say, fuck them. Get rid of them. <laughs> oh, Black Cat's Poppy says, I'm really a bad audience. So, so many movies I haven't seen. So, again, Black Cat's Poppies, I invite you, if possible, share any movie that you did or uh, that you saw that you either liked or really hated. But, yeah. man, if your wife's not scream, I, I got to tell you, I, sim <laughs> I similarly, I just don't really get them. I mean, the, the beginning phone call part of the first movie yeah. I actually feel like it's kind of ingenious. But then the whole meta, let's break the fourth wall and make fun of ourselves, I don't know. I mean, right. maybe the well, first movie I could kind of say, okay, sure. But then they, they, why did there need to be sequels to that? That's what I didn't that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm why, saying. Why? Well, Part of what you didn't catch was part of my gripe about Scream is not the movie itself, although I agree. If it would have just been a standalone movie, that would have been fine. I did enjoy it. Um, but then the sequel. and But what it really did was kicked off this wave of lesser and boring copycat movies that are full of, like, really pretty teens that are completely unbelievable doing ridiculous things that I don't care about and they're because they're just trying to be like scream. There's just a wave of that junk. Right. For years after that movie. Ugh. Lonesome in a pleasant way has joined. Lonesome in a pleasant way. You're not uh, necessarily lonesome here because you're here with friends uh, giving right. spicy, spicy takes on horror movies. Um <laughs> So, man, we just eliminated Scream from the collective horror catalog. I feel like a lot of people are going to be upset about that, including including everyone's uh, favorite male girl, Darcy. She's going to be really pissed about that one. I know a lot of people just really revere those uh, flicks. They do. I know they do. I know they do. And it's Wes Craven, and I hate to bash too much on Wes Craven because I, uh, I do legitimately like a lot of his movies. But those movies just... And like I said, the first one's fine. If it would have been a standalone, I would have said, good job. That's That was fun, you know. But then the sequels, because they set up all these rules in the first one, and then the sequels go about just, like, destroying all those all that setup. I don't know. <laughs> Oh. Uh, Black Cat's Poppies. Mandy was good, but I'll never watch it again. The cult <laughs> thing brought back bad memories. Yeah. <clears throat> that uh, that movie is wildly original and weird. And I did the like sound <laughs> and the music and everything in it was just something else. Yeah. Um, even movies like that that don't succeed, I would rather see stuff like that that really tries and is just earnest and individual 
um, rather than these derivative movies. LKJ Slane says, yeah, the first one had the novelty of some of the twists, etc. Yeah, like, okay, it's a horror movie kind of, I don't even say poking fun, but turning the lens back at horror movies from someone who made horror movies. So I can kind of respect and get that, but it didn't need to be a series. Right. Once. One movie. Like, the first wrong turn, I actually thought was refreshingly was refreshingly cool, but yeah. I swear to God, there's like fucking twelve of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a ton of movies like that too, where the the first one is fine. It's a great standalone movie, but because it was mildly successful, oh, we gotta get sequels. Uh, what? Let's see. LKJ Plain says. What film that's newer impressed you guys? One of mine most people don't agree with, so I'm afraid to say. Well, (laughs) say it, because this is the spicy episode. This is the (laughs) spicy episode of Hot Takes, so I would say drop it out there. Um, We were talking earlier about... We were talking earlier about It Follows. It Follows impressed me a lot. I didn't think that was going to be... I hadn't really heard much about it, didn't really know what I was in for going in, and I got to say, for whatever reason, I absolutely loved that movie. It's one of my favorite original horror movies to come out in, I don't know, maybe 10 years or longer. Just great. Um, weird and spooky. They don't They don't have any explanation. Like, you never just get the, well, here's the scientific, re- uh, here's the scientific reason as to why... You never hear any of that. Yeah, there's some allegories to stuff, but even if you didn't, uh, LKJ Slane says, so I really liked Jordan Peele's Us. That movie Mm. destroys me. Yeah, see, here's what's spicy about that. It's maybe one of your favorite movies now. So here's, I mean, here's the spice (laughs) of that. I feel like that movie's very polarizing. A lot of people were like, wow, Jordan Peele is the new greatest horror director ever. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Why? Because he released two marginally mediocre movies. One movie, which I could actually say I thought kind of sucked. So look, <laughs> your opinion is correct because your opinion is your opinion, and so stand by it. And that doesn't mean that you're wrong or that I'm saying right. you're wrong. You liked it. That's awesome that you liked it. I didn't particularly like it, but I know a lot of people did. So clearly, you're not alone. Right. I mean, fuck, they had it on the cover of a Fangoria magazine, and they all gushed about it, so... <laughs> see, I didn't even see Us. It was kind of... it was. I knew it was out, but Get Out was another one of those movies, like I've already said a million times, where I watched it, and in the theater I enjoyed it, and then later I was just like, well, that was a movie, and I never... I don't get the Jordan Peele worship either. I mean, he's he's a competent filmmaker but that stuff's not blowing me away so i didn't i didn't see us so i can't comment on that one lkj slane yes some people hate it and others love it It really makes me think and the movie and the music is great Hmm. i actually didn't like get out see now that's fascinating to me because i i would have thought that maybe you would have liked them both um i will say i think i liked us more than get out but i didn't really particularly like either of them that much uh and you know like it's weird because especially get out like it's one of those things there was a similar scene where i'm like you're telling me so that you have this this spoiler alert 
Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler <laughs> alert. They, you're telling me that they capture this guy and they have him down in a room in a chair and then just nobody pays attention to him? Always yeah. drugged, so we just don't have to watch him. I don't know. Like, I... And the endings, apparently there was rumors that there was a different ending to that and they made him change it or something. But I, I went, it was marginally interesting up until that point and then they just lost me. I'm like, okay. I just... That's so many movies to uh... I mean, my spiciest recent spicy, spicy take, Yeah, which I feel like isn't really spicy. And I'll say it again because I just love I love doing this. You guys are gonna witness one of my favorite things live. Okay. Here is my here is my review of the movie Midsomar. <laughs> right. That's my review of that movie. I'll do it again in case you missed it. Like there could have been ten to fifteen minutes of an end. Uh, they could have been a quick short in an anthology. I don't know why people gush about that so much. And then yeah, they that's another movie that's that... about this and that and the other. I'm like, yeah. you have to make an excuse as to why I should watch it and why I should like it or be fuck this the movie was yeah. crappy. It was dumb. You could figure it out in about the first ten minutes. Oh, the director said it was supposed to be predictable because it's really not supposed to be a horror movie. It's supposed to be a break. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, man. I went to see a fucking horror movie. Well, you can't I say, well, it wasn't supposed to be a horror movie. It's supposed to be a breakup movie. Well, then you shouldn't have broadcast it in fucking Fangoria and all the rest of these horror right. places. Yeah, <laughs> LKJ Slane, basically the Wicker Man. A yeah. crappy remake of the Wicker Man. A shittier yeah. version of the Wicker Man than the fucking Nicolas Cage Wicker Man. <laughs> that's saying a lot. There, I'll throw some spice in the fucking bucket. How about that shit? Uh, yeah, I. it's a good thing that it wasn't a horror movie because it wasn't fucking scary at all. No. At all. The only thing yeah. scary about it was the fact that I... Like two and a half hour long fucking drawn out ball and nothing. It could have been 20 minutes. It could have been 20 minutes. That could have been a Twilight yeah. Zone episode. Basically, yeah. I mean, they, why didn't they just walk out of there? Just walk out of I don't there. Know, I don't know a single <laughs> fucking person. I don't care. Well, they're writing a college thesis. Okay, so I'm going to make a comment here. And again, because we're going spice, I'm just going yes. full in. <laughs> Most college kids that I know don't have the fortitude of the stones to the point where if they saw some dude jump off a fucking cliff and dash his brains under the fucking ground, they wouldn't go, holy shit, and fucking immediately <laughs> run the fuck out of there. I don't care if there's a fucking car or not. I am right. out of this fucking place. Not to mention the fact that that baby crying all night while they're sleeping in there. Yeah. I would have woke up in the middle of the night. I would have folded. I would have pulled a fucking Jack Torrance, and I would have axe murdered everyone in that fucking place. <laughs> fucking shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. I'm going full Jack Torrance. I'm going full Jack Torrance. I'll show full you some Jack. real scary shit. You invited you this big, bald, mean motherfucker in here, and if you don't <laughs> shut that baby up, I'm going to kill everybody in this whole stupid <laughs> compound. Uh, yeah. It's um, it's like you said earlier, there's just this... I don't know. It's this weird meta... It's either Things are either like meta, or they're trying to... 
over intellectualize horror now or get too clever with it and then just fucking be scary have a solid story with characters i give a shit about and and make it scary that's all i ask i don't think that's too much <laughs> what cuts poppy says you're killing me i would too scary yeah. okay i'm gonna i'm gonna name spicy take I'm going to name a horror movie that's absolutely harrowing and fucking terrifying that probably isn't really regarded as a horror movie. Okay. Because technically, it's a thriller. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Pacific, Pacific Heights with Michael Keaton and Matthew Modine. Oh, I don't know if I've seen that. God, that's fucking... That makes my skin crawl. Wow, okay. I think Melanie Griffith, I think, maybe is in it. Okay. That movie, that that's one of those, like, you watch it and go, it's fucking terrifying because yeah. that's likely to happen. <laughs> like, um, Wow, what year is that from? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, probably early 90s. Okay. I'm going to have to Black Cat's Poppy says... Oh yeah! yeah! And I'm gonna imagine her saying it like that, like the fucking Kool Aid Man bashing through <laughs> my basement wall. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that's the thing. There's like movies that don't get called horror that are way scarier than a lot of stuff that's coming out under the horror genre banner nowadays. Um, and yeah, it's like I don't like hear anyone. I don't hear anyone talk about. I don't hear anyone talk about Play Misty for me. Oh, fuck That's yeah. one of those movies is fucking scary as fuck. Stuff like that. You, um, there's another Clint Eastwood movie called The Beguiled from the early 70s. Have you heard of that one? Shit, I don't think I've seen that. That's Oh, uh, man. That's probably, That doesn't get lumped under horror either, but he plays a Civil War soldier who's injured and gets taken in of this house that's nothing but women. And... Uh, it just goes south from there. That's all I'm going to say. It's called The Beguiled. Oh, my God. That's a horror movie. No shit. And it's not billed as a horror movie, but I don't know what they call that, actually. I don't know what it would be labeled under. But Black Cat's Poppies loves both of those. Yeah. So good choices. Yeah. And, and so, again, like, I talk, like, you know, you think about remakes, okay? This Pacific Heights movie. So, the, the gist of Pacific Heights, a little bit of a spoiler, easy. Okay. Couple buys a house, they buy it as an investment, they're going to rent out kind of a room to cover the cost because it's expensive. Yeah. So, Michael Keaton comes in, and the thing is, Michael Keaton, he's a fucking shyster. His character in this movie is a fox. He knows oh, how to take landlords as a run. He knows how to play the game and get them twisted into legal loopholes. Um, I do else. know the movie you're talking God, about, but I, I haven't seen it. Okay. And that, dude, and in that regard, it's fucking terrifying. I'm like, yeah. dude, you could make that now. You could remake that now, and it would be as apt as ever with people getting pinched for credit and corona and all the rest of this stuff and losing right. their money and blah, 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 blah. Remake shit like that. Like, uh, especially since now you can include modern shit like nest cams and everything else. Oh shit! I think he's fucking watching us and whatever. Like, well, yeah. he installed them over the house. He's watching everything. He can't watch that. Well, technically, he's a tenant, so he can put the cameras up, and that's his property. So he's allowed to watch everything. Do you think he's watching us while he sits and watches while we sit in here and <laughs> eat our fucking 
And the next thing you know, the couple's now in their bedroom eating their breakfast in the bedroom. I mean, come on, man. Right. Like, fucking hire me. I'll write this shit. Like, <laughs> drunk, yes. I'm drunk in my basement talking to Scott West, the incredible <laughs> author of Ghosts on the Highway. And fucking, I'm, you know, we, we shit, we, you can hire us, man. Let's do it. I'll, I'll help you make that movie. That sounds great, man. <laughs> uh, uh, that's pretty shit. fucking great. I do remember, now that you you tell the plot of it, though, I do remember that movie coming out, but I don't think I've seen it. I think I would remember Michael Keaton being a psycho. He seems like he'd man, it's really, be a psycho. It's really, it's really something. <laughs> Black Cat's Poppy said they'd have to find a few good actors, though. Well, you can have Scott play. You can have Scott uh play the nice couple and you can have me play the crazy guy because <laughs> i already look like i'm fucking crazy oh shit <laughs> i'm in i'm up for it let's do it uh right, who do we so, have to get the copyright from <laughs> so uh lkj uh so your hot take was about loving the movie us and I feel like that might be slightly controversial, but if you're still watching, I feel like that wasn't quite spicy enough. <laughs> um, we're looking for, now they just have actors that are popular on Twitter. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, the, the movie that I haven't wa that I want to watch that I haven't watched just because it looks hilarious is unhinged with Russell Crowe. Um, <laughs> LKJ Slane says she acts. All right. Well, you're in. We'll right. hire you. Uh, we'll we'll hire you to be the other uh, the other person who rents the property out. So that's we, it. We've got our cast. Uh, we can write the script. Okay. All right. Let's get this going. Where's <laughs> our Where's our? Uh, you know, I tell you what. We'll do this for a moder We'll do this for a modest ten million. How's that sound? That sounds great. Let's get a GoFundMe going <laughs> or a Kickstarter. <laughs> there it is. Done. Uh, awesome. All right. I feel like we. I feel like we need to. I feel like we need to end this with some real hot, like nuclear level spice. Yeah, let's so destroy we gotta, something. We gotta find. We gotta find something that gets us, quote unquote, into trouble. Let's kill that uh, cow. Yeah. So, I'm open to anyone in the chat who wants to pipe in with this, and or Scott. Like I, I, I don't want to feel like I'm putting you on the spot, but I just I. You know, I'm like, man, anything that you've got that you feel like you want to air out, that you want to just <laughs> go all in. Um, <clears throat> that that music thread this morning was the fucking hilarious. By the yeah, way, check, check, check our uh, Twitter timeline, Cigargoyle underscore. Uh, you're King Dinosaur on there too, correct? Yes. Yeah, King Dinosaur. And look for a thread started by Real Sonic Danger, who talks about uh, throwing in uh, hot music takes. That was some spicy, spicy shit in that thread, man. It was real good. <laughs> <laughs> People yeah, trashing Robert, got Robert Plant. The Robert Plant hate made me smile. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, that guy. Um. Shit, okay. Well, damn, I don't know. Let's see. I already destroyed Scream and the Shining. Yeah, we did Midsommar. Midsommar. Uh, Somar. What a pile of crap. <laughs> Let's see. What? I'm trying to think of something really beloved that we can just destroy. 
Hmm. All right, here here we go. Here's my nuclear take. Okay. Quit making found footage movies because you fucking morons fucking fucked them up and they're all awful. God. And of the, oh, God. And of the one or two that weren't awful, don't use that as an example as to why yours is going to be good because it won't be. It will be terrible. No, stop it's it. The laziest. Fucking film stop movie. it. The laziest film <laughs> found footage movies can. Yeah. <laughs> The Bay was fairly good. I didn't. I like. I kind of liked the Bay. I actually yeah. thought the first Hell Hell House LLC had some moments to it that were pretty good. But even like I've talked about Antrim, yeah. why did they include this weird found footage angle? All you did was ruin it. Fucking <laughs> rest of the movie stood fine on its own. What the fuck that, was this? Yeah, like somebody so just went. I mean, it felt like it felt like somebody. Wa it felt like they watched their own movie and then went. I don't know if anybody's gonna like this, dude. All right. I know. Let's add this controversial, weird thing because we. Why? 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 Yeah. Like. Oh, <laughs> LKJ Slane says thank you, and then I get a nice crying face emoji. So yeah, that's yeah. I I don't even know if that's that spicy nuclear because I feel like a large majority of people would agree with me. Um, and Quit making found footage movies, dude. They're fucking shit, and your movie is fucking shit. And just go think of something else. Fuck you. Yeah, there. That's that. I I like that. We can end with that. Fuck found footage. We need no more. There's too many of them. <laughs> oh, that's Fuck pretty up. good. <laughs> right on, man. Uh, this is so much of that is just so weird. I'm like, look, look, I. Oh wait. LKJ oh. Slane says, "Oh, I'll destroy something." All right. Okay. We'll, we'll, let's. Ooh, American oh. horror. Story. Oh, we're going All TV. Right. All right. <laughs> I mean, that's good. I feel like account. Shit. Can we? Zero. I was like, damn. I wish there was a way to add three people because I would. Uh, I would invite her in here. She says, but I think it's awful. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've I like watched some select seasons that I thought were good, and then I've watched yeah. other ones where it's like, what, what happened? Yeah, I think that one's what, a hit. What is this? For sure. They, there's definitely some they did well, or maybe it's just uh, my preference. They might have hit something that was my preference. Like I'm a sucker for carnivals and circus freak stuff. So that season appealed to me. Um, but even so, by the end of it, uh, I, it kind of run out of steam for me. So that's not saying much either. Overall, Oh, some good points in acting. But overall, I never got the hype. I am surprised it has gone on this long, if I'm 100% honest. I thought yeah. it was... Entertaining in spots, but not nearly enough to go on as long. And I, and I, uh, I think I work with somebody who's like obsessed with that show and has like mugs <laughs> and all the rest of the stuff. And it's like, okay, yeah, okay, you like what you like, but uh, you right. like bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Welcome, like. They just they just drag stuff on way too long. 
do your thing, get it done, get out, leave a good memory. That's what I say. Your intellectual whatever horror movie or show or series doesn't need to be 16 million episodes. It doesn't need to be three fucking hours long. Yeah. She says, yeah. me too. Really shocked that it just keeps going. I feel like it's a lot of things happening just for the sake of things happening. Right. Yeah, those shows where you feel like it's very <laughs> masturbatory. Like, okay, you're just doing this to do it. And then what? Yeah. Okay. We got to fill. We got a season we got to fill. So throw some weird shit in there. I mean, and if you're going to do that, then just be totally just goddamn bananas nuts. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go all in if you're going to do that. I mean, I, I always thought, like, and it would be so, so fucking hard to do it. But especially if you had some show that you released. So you did like, oh, we'll release new episodes on Fridays or something. And you release some show that's like some fucking, I don't know, like just some contemporary family drama, whatever show. And then all of a sudden one episode, like... It's just, it's fucking zombie apocalypse and shit just goes bonkers fucking <laughs> off the rail. Just fucking out of nowhere. Yeah. No explanation, no nothing. We just, it just goes into insanity crazy land. Right. God, you'd be the talk of the town and then you could just hit it and quit it and get out and be like, yeah. <laughs> be like, what the hell happened? <laughs> I <Yeah>, win. No <laughs> Don't talk about it again ever either. Just, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking about that when you did that? I was. Uh, I'm gonna use a line from one of my favorite characters from one of my favorite movies. Also a fucking spicy hot take. Creighton Duke from Jason Goes to Hell. Uh, I'd say that probably makes me think of a little girl in a pink dress sticking a hot dog through a donut. What the fuck? Who fucking even writes that shit? <laughs> 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 oh man! <laughs> All right, hey, Scott. <laughs> Scott, you have a good time. I did, man. That was a blast. I love destroying <laughs> sacred cows. <laughs> We're gonna. I uh, I will say, you know, if this was a six shooter and the chambers are all empty, you got to reload. We got to do this again. So totally. we'll have to uh, we'll have to go collect some right. things or think about in the meantime. I yeah, feel this like, was just again, off the cuff. Of we can do better, I'm sure. <laughs> I like off the cuff, and I really like uh, people joining in the chat. So I can't thank LJ, I'm sorry, LKJ Slame and Black Cats Poppies enough for joining into the chat. Yeah. And providing some feedback and some back and forth and some banter. That's the whole point of this. As you may notice, the whole name of the thing is the Cigar Goyle Lounge, which is meant to be like a cigar lounge, which, if you have never been to a cigar lounge, you never know who you're going to meet or what stories you're going to tell, but they're usually pretty chill and relaxed. So, uh, today we talked to Scott West, author of the book, Ghost on the Highway. He's got a new book coming out. You definitely want to buy and read his first book if you haven't. And keep an eye on his Twitter feed and his Amazon page for his new book when that comes out. He's fantastic. Uh, great dude to talk about music and horror movies with. And today we were talking about spicy hot takes, as always, with Black Cats Poppies, another fun person to talk to on yeah. Twitter. 
Um, LKJ, LKJ Slane, I don't believe I've talked to you much, but uh, drop me a follow on Twitter. I'll make sure I follow up with you after the fact here on Instagram. And as always, stop in for 11 p.m. nightcaps, 11 p.m. Eastern, broadcast live on Twitch, and then on the Cigar Goyle Lounge podcast. Anytime any of you want to talk about anything or narrate some stories, destroy some sacred cows, throw <laughs> some spice around, have some laughs, do whatever the fuck. Hit me up on there, and we'll do it. Uh, Scott, got anything else you want to add in there? Throw in before we sign off and say goodnight. Uh, I'm good, man. Well, maybe I can plug my uh, podcast real quick. Do it. Uh, check out our podcast, Feedback and Forth. It's available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or you can go to our website, www.talltoadtheband.com. It's me and my buddy talking about uh, when we were in a band in the 90s up here in the Pacific Northwest during the grunge explosion. That's sort of the basis of the thing, uh, but we go a little bit all over the place talking about music and culture and whatnot, what things used to be like, you know, when we were kids and all kinds of fun stuff like that. So, yeah, check out Feedback and Forth and uh, drop us a line. Let us know what you think. Thanks, man. A lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of fun laughter and banner and back and forth on those episodes. You guys do a great job, and it's apparent you. that you've known each other for a long time. It feels uh, – there's a very comforting feeling uh, to that. Yeah, when you guys he's my are brother. He's basically my brother. <laughs> so. All right, well, that's it. Good night, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll do this again. Take care. Take it easy. Stay faith. Keep it safe and all that good shit. We'll see you right again on. soon. Thanks, Have a man. good night. Thank you. Yep, good night, too.